Welcome to this month's special edition of the Bellingham Veg Fest Show. I'm Jeannie from KPNWDB, subbing in for Selena today, and I'm here with Serena and Carly from Sensibly Sprouted. And this month's topic is how to navigate social situations as a new vegan or as someone who has transitioned into a plant-based diet. It can be a real struggle. After you decide to make this change, you learn how to shop, to cook, to order, to eat with this new way of life. You're not done yet. You then have to figure out how to exist in a world that is not plant-based. As much as I would like to think that most of the world is plant-based, it truly is not. So what are we to do? We ask our followers some of the common obstacles that they've encountered or that they're anticipating encountering this summer as the world opens up and we get together with friends and family. So here we go. First question for you. What do you recommend if going to a party that is fully catered and you're not sure if there are vegan options? So oftentimes there's a menu available ahead of time. So don't be afraid to speak up and uh, ask if there's any type of menu you might be able to look at or, or have emailed. Be proactive and offer to help with planning. Maybe consider contacting the host ahead of time and maybe have a few menu suggestions ready ahead of time as well. And sometimes it may just not be possible to find out ahead of time if there isn't a menu or you don't have access to it. So in that case, eating some food ahead of time can help ensure that you don't go hungry. I know that there's nothing worse than sitting there watching others eat when you're hungry. So maybe eat dinner before you go to the party or maybe bring a little snack with just to make sure that you have something ready. Since many girls are occupied with animal parts, what would be some great salads, mains, or side dishes that could provide the nutrients for an active event without even needing a substitute meat for the grill? When making a salad, consider including multiple food groups, especially beans, nuts, and seeds, and whole grains. Um, these with protein are going to be more satiating. And an example would be something like PCC's Perfect Protein Salad. So in Seattle, there's PCC, and you can find this recipe online, but it combines kamut and chickpeas and fresh veggies and herbs and has lots of flavor, um, but is also going to be more filling, kind of like a meal. Or another option could be something like a French lentil salad with some toasted nuts, fresh veggies, some herbs, um, or a colorful black bean salad with yellow corn, bright orange, yellow bright orange and yellow bell peppers, quinoa, and lime juice and cilantro for kind of some tanginess. Those all sound delicious. Mm -hmm. And if you still want to grill, a piece of tinfoil put on the grill between your food and, and the actual grill can be a great option if you're concerned that other people have cooked meat on there, just to have that barrier. If you want to grill, tofu can be a great option if you want something that isn't one of those alternative meat substitutes. You can make tofu and veggie kebabs, but maybe some bell peppers or summer squash or some onion on there, and you could marinate it and maybe like a sweet or a spicy sauce. Mm -hmm. That would be a great option. Um, one thing that I also like to think about when I'm going to picnics is just making sure that I'm thinking about food safety as well. So transporting things in an insulated cooler, not letting food sit out for more than an hour or so. Although we think of animal products, dairy, those sorts of things as more of a risk, 
but salads and cut fruits and vegetables and a lot of these plant-based foods can also pose a food safety risk. So just something else to have on your radar, but lots of great vegan options you can take to a barbecue. Again, that all sounds really good. Uh, um, that black bean salad, that is one of my favorite things to take to parties and it's always gone like instantly. Everybody <laughs> likes that. Can't go wrong with it. Mm-mm. So what do I do if my work has a party and there are no vegan options? So if you're not able to find out beforehand what might be served, um, like Carly was suggesting earlier, it might be best to eat ahead of time, um, especially if this is over a meal time that you would normally eat a meal or if you haven't eaten for uh, several hours um, as well. And this way you're more satisfied and you can focus on connecting with others rather than what might be missing or what you might be upset or distracted by um, not having food. And in some cases, if it's appropriate, you could also bring something to share. And that way you could also share one of your favorite vegan plant-based options. Having some backup snacks on hand at your desk or in your purse or in your car or wherever you are, um, that can also be helpful to get you through this situation. So something like nuts or trail mix or maybe a granola or protein bar, that can be a good small portable option. Um, and that can help tide you over longer than, say, just a piece of fruit that doesn't have the protein and the fat in it. Okay, so here's a big one. How to prepare vegan toddlers to navigate situations where food is being shared between friends. <laughs> this can be tricky when a young child might not fully understand that yet. Um, and it's important as a parent to remind ourselves that this is a learning process and they may make some choices that don't align with our values. So gently educating them over time can help, but not scolding yeah, I, I completely agree. I think that helping them understand, but being considerate, not scolding. I, I completely agree, Serena. If the child is with another adult, then you could also consider bringing enough of the food for your toddler to share with the other toddlers or other friends. So bringing some sort of a plant-based snack or small meal that they could share with their friends. At daycare or at school facilities, it can also be helpful to provide a note for the teachers or the adults there. So you could write a small note just saying that your toddler follows a vegan diet and maybe include a few snack or meal suggestions if they provide food at the school. How do I explain that I only eat plant-based without coming off as judgmental and preachy? I would say try to keep the conversation short friendly and focus on positive aspects. Avoid going into details about animal rights, the environment, or more complex issues. And avoid telling or suggesting what the other person should do or change. And just allow them to be curious and ask questions. I think another key factor is just timing of the conversation. If at all possible, avoid having the conversation while eating. This sometimes can help others from feeling judged or defensive if they don't follow a plant-based diet. So not always feasible, but if at all possible, kind of holding off until you're done eating to have that conversation. I also think that focusing on all the great foods you do eat rather than the foods that you don't eat can keep the conversation really positive. 
So um, keep it exciting. You can mention maybe a favorite food or a favorite dish or a restaurant you like that has a great vegan option. And that can just help get other people excited about it without um, feeling judgmental or preachy. It's summertime and we're mixing a lot with other people. We're camping out, we're going places, we're doing things and, and life gets really complicated. So what are some in general suggestions? Like I'm packing for a weekend at the beach. What are some ideas? What are some things that I can do to help me be successful while I'm traveling? That's such a good question. I think doing a little bit of planning and preparation ahead of time can be really helpful. I like starting with thinking about the balance plate. So if you're interested, you could look up online. Um, Harvard has a balance plate that is a really nice representation of the different food groups that we would want on there. So we'd want for each meal, ideally having some type of whole grain or starch, some type of fruit or vegetable, um, and some type of protein on there. So thinking about that ahead of time when you're planning. And then life is busy, like you said. So we don't always have time to prep everything. So maybe it's getting a little bit of a pre-made salad from the store and then combining that with some protein option that you make. So maybe you want to bring with some veggie burgers or veggie dogs or something like that and combining it with a salad to help kind of balance that out. Do you have ideas, Serena? I think that sounds great. Yeah, I guess foods just come to mind. So maybe creating, bringing a cooler or a picnic bag basket with an ice pack in it with some different more finger foods, things that people can help themselves to in smaller portions. So if there's something they don't like, they can still enjoy one one uh, item in there rather than just eating like one whole meal. So like hummus and crackers, grapes, just some other small snack items, nuts, seeds, that kind of stuff. I think that's a great option. Yeah, having some of those pre-made things like the hummus or if you find other black bean dips or other types of um, dips in general, that can be great to supplement something else so that you don't have to cook everything from scratch. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take a five-day trip to the beach and I need to pack some like, you know, things I can cook. I can cook at the beach. So would you say like take some dried beans, stuff like that, or things that you can easily like set up a pot on the campfire and just leave it? Remember the old one pot soup? Mm -hmm. Yeah, the one pot soup. That's a great option. One of my favorite camping meals if you have some sort of a fire, either like a grill or, or just a regular fire, um, if you bring some foil with, I love to make foil packets of veggies. So you could bring, say, a can of black beans. You could bring some veggies, either chop them ahead of time and keep them in a cooler or just bring them whole. I love cutting up bell peppers and onions and making kind of like a fajita in a foil packet. So just fill it with the veggies, fill it with the beans, maybe add a little bit of olive oil or seasonings in there and fold that up, put it on the fire and then serve that with some tortillas, maybe add a little bit of avocado on it. And that's, that's a really quick, easy meal. Yeah, that sounds delicious. It's um, a lot of fun. I, I think one of the things I enjoy taking more often are things like baked beans that are already in a can. So it's something that's quick and easy. You can dump dump on a over a fire in a pot and heat up or things like corn on the cob, just different, different foods like that that are quick and easy. 
Yeah, I think if you're really ambitious and you want to cook dried beans at the beach or while you're camping, power to you. But sometimes those canned goods, that that can save us a lot of time and be a lot easier when we're camping. Yeah, just don't forget the can opener. Yeah, don't (laughs) forget the can opener. Definitely been there. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) One thing that comes to mind that I always enjoyed taking is kind of a, a bag full of different snacks. So one would be putting together uh, like a trail mix with different nuts and raisins and dried fruit. And then also just having some fresh produce. So it could be something like apples that are pre-washed, other, other produce that's relatively easy to transport. And you can have a water bottle or something to rinse something off like berries just for easy go-to snacks. I think that's really important to think about the snacks too when we're out for the, for the day being active or at the beach. That's really easy for to forget about. And if you are more active, say you're hiking or doing other outdoor activities, making sure that you're you are getting in some snacks to keep you fueled throughout the day. So every few hours, maybe every three to four hours, checking in and seeing if you are hang, hungry um, and having those quick, easy snacks on hand. I love those ideas. Some nuts and seeds, trail mix, maybe making some sort of a, a granola bar or protein bar ahead of time, or just mm-hmm. buying some roasted chickpeas are one of my favorite snacks to bring with. You can make them from scratch or you could buy them ahead of time. And that will give you a little bit of protein and fiber. And that can be kind of a, a fun, different one. Mm-hmm. And then hydration is also something to keep in mind because it's summertime, it's warm, just making sure that we have plenty of water with us. Um, but also having hydrating foods. So maybe uh, some watermelon or cantaloupe, um, some other hydrating fruits and veggies too. That sounds really refreshing. Active lifestyles, summertime food. Uh, How about kids? Kids are so active and they go out and they play with their friends and they come back and now they're starving and they have all their other friends with them. So what could you plan ahead sort of, so you could just pull a plate of it out of the fridge and pass it around. Peanut butter and jelly, right? (laughs) Always easy. I think one thing, if you have enough time and you can plan ahead, would be to make popsicles. Uh, Those are always pretty tasty and you can have different colors and you could do something like a a chocolate popsicle where you're blending in, say, cashews and cocoa powder and maybe some banana. Um, Or you could do more of a fruit type popsicle as well. Kids like those. That's one of my favorites. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's so easy. It's basically like making a smoothie and then putting it in a popsicle container. And kids always love it. It's a lot of fun. It's refreshing on a hot day. That's one of my favorites. Or if you want another kind of ice cream alternative, just freezing some bananas and blending those up. And you can add in some peanut butter if you want for a little protein and flavor. You could add in some cocoa powder. And that blends up into kind of a nice ice cream alternative. And kids love that. Kids love getting involved with that. And then you could make like a topping bar, maybe some different nuts and seeds, some other fruits they could put on top, some coconut. That can be another really fun kid summer activity. Mm -hmm. And adding some vanilla in there too. Ooh, yes, definitely (laughs) vanilla. Yeah, uh, that would be that would be actually a really good thing to do with the kids like the day before. If they're hosting a bunch of kids at their house, they could make those with mom the day before, put them in the freezer, and then they get to say, look, I made all this stuff yesterday. <laughs> yeah, and then they get all kinds of brownie points, right? 
with the yep. kids. <laughs> Look, I did this. And then you do your topping bar like that. And then they all get some choices in, you know, what they roll their treat in. Yes, for sure. A lot of fun. Thinking about if kids are having another summer party, doing some some easy pizzas can be fun. You can make pizzas out of a pita or a tortilla, um, and that can be fun for kids. So having a topping bar with a whole bunch of different chopped up veggies, um, maybe some sauce, and then you could have some type of a plant-based cheese, or you could make your own cheese sauce to put on top, or even make something like a tofu-based cheese. And that can be a lot of fun for kids too. And even if, if you're camping, for example, that's something that you can also make over the fire. You could put that in a cast iron skillet and it gets really nice and crispy. If you're at home, you could do it inside either way, but that can be kind of a quick, easy prep that kids like. You can get in a lot of vegetables and it definitely can be plant-based. Sounds like something I want to do. (laughs) (laughs) How about breakfast ideas? We all have this tendency to, especially in the summertime, you're like, oh, I got to get out and water the garden before I eat breakfast, or I got to do this, or I got to do that. And then you have your cup of coffee and a piece of toast. And then hours later, you're like, why am I starving? Yeah, definitely. I love smoothies on a really hot day. And that can be a quick, easy option. If you don't want to spend a lot of time making breakfast, especially if you prep the ingredients ahead of time. So you could make like a smoothie pack, make, take little Ziploc bags or reusable bags, whatever you have, and put all of the solid ingredients in there. Um, And that way you're ready to go on a busy morning. You just add whatever type of milk you want and blend it up. I really like having some fruit in there, some type of protein in there, and that's going to help it last for longer compared to just having the fruit. So you could add in some silken tofu, that can give it a little bit of protein in there. You could use some soy milk for some protein, or if you wanted, you could use a protein powder. Add that, maybe add some nuts or seeds or nut butter, blend that up, and you're ready to go. And you can easily take that with you for a busy day. I love smoothies in the morning because, you, like you say, you can take them with you. So it's something you can keep you know, working on whatever you're working outside. But I I do enjoy adding nut butters to my smoothies because that does make it more filling for the long run. That's a good idea. I agree. Another quick one can be overnight oats. And also thinking about when it's really hot out, that's one that you can eat cold. If you want, you could heat it up, put it in the microwave or in the stove, or you can just eat it cold. So maybe adding your oatmeal, adding some nut butters again for some protein and fat and good flavor there. You can make chocolate flavor or different berry flavors, adding some soy milk for some liquid and some protein in there. And that that's another one you can just grab ready to go. Easy peasy. Those sound like really good ideas for these hot summer days, which we just had our first little taste of. So we're heading that way. (laughs) Hopefully there will be more hot summer days ahead. Mm hmm. Alrighty. Well, thank you so much for your time today. And hopefully everybody learned a little. (laughs) Thank you so much, Jeannie. Thank you too.